And we're live, but not live to tape. <laughs> uh, I'm very pleased to welcome our guest uh, this week to talk about something that I've been planning on talking about all along with this show, but uh, never seemed to get around to it. But who better to have on to talk about uh, the Levant Gingers. affair than than oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, than uh, Ryan Dawson? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. You know, it's a very important topic. And it was something that until Justin Romando started writing about it yeah, and Mike Rivero and myself started teaching people about it. There are a lot of people, even with degrees in history that had no idea this occurred. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, now it's sort of like, uh, it went around as fast as people who just learned about fractional reserve banking, federal reserve. You know how once once some noob learns that fact, they yeah. go around and tell ten thousand people. Yeah, it was like USS Liberty and Levon affair. This is when everybody started to learn that out of the blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nobody knew, like even twenty years ago. Well, uh, it's a, it's a weird one, and, and we've just been shitting on uh, social media before the before the show. Yes, and basically, internet uh, the censorship has come up with this because. We were planning on doing this episode maybe a month or two ago with somebody else. I can't remember who or when. But um, so I'd already done some research on it and I've watched a load of videos on it on YouTube. And now there basically aren't any <laughs> that I can yeah, see from yeah. Europe. And even if, if I had still existed on YouTube, I would have had a lot of videos on it and interviews on it. But yeah. all those are gone because they erased my YouTube. Yeah. But BitChute too, all the other the alternative tube sites also like most of them yeah. have all the stuff that you know. There's one or two three minute of all the same clip up in a few places, but um, I imagine that this this video is going. If you're watching this now, you're watching one of the only videos on YouTube or on. Would you search uh, for Operation well, I, Susanna because that's what it is yeah, actually called right, yeah yeah and what it should be called because penhas levon was actually a, a fall guy yeah he was right. not guilty of it that's but true it's still called levon affair anyway i'm trying to get people to learn about the ss patria because that's when the israeli terrorists blew up a ship and killed 55 british sailors and uh, put 1800 people in the water oh mate have you got a license to kill died. us well yeah well they did they have now <laughs> Well, in the middle of World War II, a lot of the people guarding Palestine only had two bullets in their gun. They they didn't have it to spare. So yeah. Haganah terrorists went and they blew up boats. They blew up a boat full of Jews that were leaving Palestine because the Zionists wanted a Jewish majority demographic to rule and didn't right. want them to leave. So they blew it up. So, so a lot. Of, I'm glad people know about the liberties, the American ship, mm -hmm. and they yeah. killed Americans, 34 Americans, but... 55 British sailors were also blown up and they blew up an embassy in Rome. They blew up hotels. Like the Liberty is just one of many terrorist attacks yeah. by these fanatics yeah. on, uh, on Western targets as well as obviously as well as Palestinians. Well, absolutely nobody in Britain knows about the SS Patria. Uh, I mean, we don't even know about the Boer war because like, I know you, it's, it's a, a a sort of a, a subject you're interested in, Ryan, of, of how shitty the British the British are, the British Empire. But <laughs> as much as they fucked over the rest of the world, they they do it to us first, last, and always. And uh, we we're not even allowed to to know about our own fucking history. And you know them them fucking us up is the British Empire fucking us up by proxy. I mean, it is the British Empire's fault, isn't it? That the 
the state of Israel. Yeah, they literally are the <laughs> they, progenitors they, they, of the state of Israel too. Uh, like the incub England, you could say, is like the incubator for is for Israel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ironic because right now the U.S. is so zog, but um, not until. Lyndon Johnson, it wasn't like that. Eisenhower yeah. wasn't like that. Kennedy wasn't like that. Yeah. Kennedy uh, said no to the uh said no to the nuclear program, which a lot of people would say is why he got got. Uh well the the nuclear program is a result of the Lalon affair. Yeah. That pushed right. them in the arms of the French and Brit I mean the France, Britain, and Israel attacked Egypt in nineteen fifty six. Yeah. And it's the US that put an end to it. And it was it was Eisenhower that put peacekeeping troops in there for ten years. So from 1957 to 1967, there was a buffer zone. A month after they're removed, Israel attacks again preemptively on Egypt. Yeah. That's the Six Day War in 1967. Yep, Sinai Peninsula, right? I mean, I think uh, Egypt that was already engaged at a war with Saudi Arabia and Yemen. They weren't going to open up a second front in Israel. Yeah. And the excuse is, oh yeah, they were massing troops on the border. BS because like yeah. I've I've interviewed um Jeff Gates and others, people who are in the war room and the Israelis are just kind of casually looking at their watch as the alarms go going off. It's like, shouldn't we go somewhere? They're like, nah. They they hit the <laughs> Egyptian Air Force while it was still on the ground. Preemptive yeah. strike. Right. Yeah. They yeah. also attacked them in 1955. They invaded Gaza and they killed 39 Egyptian soldiers. At a preemptive strike. Yeah. Which is why Egypt starts saying they couldn't get arms from the US, so they turned to the Soviets. Yeah. Like the whole this whole Cold War and all this mess and why there are nuclear weapons there and all that is Israel's fault. Yeah. It's funny too, um, uh, that Saddam Hussein actually modeled his attack on Iran uh later uh based off of the six day war strategy to uh destroy the Egyptian uh air forces before they took off. And of course, he didn't, you know, have the sophistication of the Israeli or, or the backing of the Americans that the Israelis had, I should say, um, that uh, to, to do it. So he didn't succeed as well. But um, it, it's still it's funny. It's just like the way when you look at these conflicts, it's like you go back through history and it's like, oh, all of them are just sort of like echoes of the last one. Of repeating back all the all the way back into fucking biblical times basically yeah they started every single one of them they'll say the arabs attacked them in 1948 but that was after two decades of israeli terrorism yeah so just coincidentally then, the year that uh the, the year that the uh the british empire leaves awards, by the way <laughs> yeah so they just they give it over to the un to award other people's land to this new group <laughs> called the israelis and we just the geneva convention said because of the results of World War One, annexing land from Germany, yeah. which led to World War II. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you can say all the nasty things and they would be true about Nazi Party and so on, but they would not have arisen, most likely, if you had yeah. not taken oh, yeah. land away from the Germans. And who started World War One? The Allies. Yeah. yeah. By a terrorist group, the Black Hand, right. assassinating leaders in Austria. And so... And, yeah, even uh, Well... I, well, they agreed. They agreed. We don't annex territory. Even if you yeah. win a war, you don't get to like stick German speaking people as part of Poland or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, but then Israel does it anyway. They put a state yeah. on top of a state. An unprincipled exception, if you will. 
<laughs> yeah. And I love the argument of like, well, Palestine doesn't exist because it's not a country. It's yeah. just like saying, okay, Virginia doesn't exist because it's just part of the United States. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're just yeah. part of the Ottoman Empire, part of the Roman Empire, part of the British Empire. And they actually were independent for well, about 22 years, which is older than Mexico was during the Mexican War with the United States. If, if they're going to do that, uh, Palestine doesn't exist thing, then... Israel, oh, we can say Mexico Israel's doesn't a, exist. It's yeah. just part of Spain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah. If, Canada if doesn't doesn't exist. It's just the English Empire. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> if if Palestine doesn't exist, then Israel's a apartheid state. But they'll 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 happily Did say. Did you say parasite? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they'll, they'll happily argue against each one it's of those points movie. in turn. But this without ever saying what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like. The, yeah, I mean, seems like really edgy. Taiwan's just part of China, right? Yeah, yeah. right. It's not, but <laughs> it's based China. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that Taiwan well, is I, China, and the... I just say, uh, I just call it Taiwan and West Taiwan. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right, I'm into that too. Yeah, technically, they are the OG that were not taken over by the Communist Party. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're the original China boys, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. He's well, by the way, who's spook? He's glow in the dark. <laughs> so I guess he, at the end of the day, uh, well, Saddam was glow in the dark. Yeah. That was our, villain. oh my God. Yeah. We stabbed him in the back. Yep. But yeah, the, the model on Iran, I mean, it's just geography alone wouldn't let you do what the Israelis did on Egypt. And Egypt did, um, they were reeling already after World War II. Like a lot of North Africa had been torn mm -hmm. to pieces. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Desert Fox rolled through a few years prior to that. <laughs> I said, "Isn't it funny that the Europeans are having this giant theater of war in Africa? Why is that?" Yeah, <laughs> just... <laughs> that is pretty funny. I always, yeah, I think I literally brought that up on the last episode. We were talking about the death of Patton, and uh, we were talking about Patton's time in North Africa. And I think I literally like you know thought out loud to say like what were they even doing there <laughs> but i mean it's just resources you know, yeah it's just like that's what africa is it's the fucking it's the fucking trough from which all wealth springs yeah it's like that story about the uh, imf uh taking italy's gold and giving it to africa oh yeah it's like oh yeah that's really gonna happen because africa's a place you send gold to yeah all right <laughs> yeah yeah well it had it like in from antiquity on to probably middle of the 16th century or so it was on par with asia and europe yeah. uh until basically until uh, cross-continental slavery and it wasn't because of the Europeans in, enslaving Africans it was Africans enslaving Africans right. and then selling them all over the world it became yeah. their main export but that gave them incentives to have all these these different ethnic groups attacking each other right so they could capture right. people so they could sell them and then they're using the proceeds to buy finished products from Europe well, that helped Europe develop its industry to make finished goods right, right. Uh, and whereas once a place gets enough slaves, like the Americas, for example, Jefferson ends the transatlantic slave trade, which decimated his economic rivals, both Africa and Europe, because Africa couldn't sell the slaves, which means they couldn't buy the goods from the Europeans. Oh, so he knocked them yeah. both out in one shot. 
and uh, it was the moral thing to do too but they still had the slaves that were already there right and he supported he didn't support uh, just blanket emancipation he supported phasing it out he actually tried in the, the constitution for the state of virginia where he was from he wrote in there a clause that okay the slaves that are slaves will be slaves but all their children anybody born from 1800 on will will be a free man okay uh but the they rejected that <laughs> but he tried uh, yeah and then as president he got rid of slaves in the northwest territory because kentucky used to be part of virginia too mm-hmm. so all these states start seceding which he supported secession obviously he believed in it but he was saying we're not going to when aaron burr slavery. wants to do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He had a real yeah. hard on for sticking a fucking sticking him up on a fucking uh, on his petard. The only thing Burr did was well was shoot Hamilton. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we walked into that whole affair looking into the Aaron Burr thing, thinking like, oh, he's got to be a great guy. Obviously, he shot Alexander Hamilton. So well, that kind of like erases everything else. <laughs> yeah, <ever>. I know. Kind <laughs> of like, Hamilton's but, the original agent of Rothschild. Like he's like. Pre-Lincoln, he was, we call it the Jeffersonian versus the Lincolnite model, but I'm like, it's really an Alexander Hamilton, Henry yeah. Clay model. Well, they were the two yeah. contemporaries, not for nothing, too. Uh, uh, Jefferson and Hamilton, they were the ones who were like actually butted heads over shit. Yeah, I mean, Jefferson also killed the central bank and got rid of all inland taxes. Based. I mean, that right there is Chad as it gets. <laughs> yeah. you know? He got rid of all Take inland domestic taxes, killed the... De- killed the central bank and paid off the debt. And then he incurred debt because of the Louisiana purchase, but that was definitely worth it because yeah. that, that was way more valuable. And again, he fucked over Europe because he's like, we'll just give this, sell this to the French who can't hold it anyway because the Native Americans were yeah. already taking it back. So they go ahead and sell it, but it financed Napoleon's wars and it tore Europe to pieces. Yep. All right. <laughs> You know, uh, but it would be interesting uh, exercise in alternative history, which is something we often will engage in, obviously. But um, uh, in if Aaron Burr had been able to pull off his little his little little coup he was trying to do with with taking over the Louisiana Purchase as another country, what that would have made the eventual dust up between the North and the South over slavery, because I do believe he was planning on making it no slaves. The that North would have... and South would not have a dust up over slavery. That's like second grade <laughs> rhetoric. That no, I know. To justify yeah. the war. <laughs> Obviously not. The South had already given up all claims on on western territory and when you're talking about these conflicts in like kansas stuff the total slave population was like 52 Mm -hmm. i mean it wasn't it was over commercial interests and the tariff i mean the the south carolina tried to secede in the 1830s over the same issue Mm -hmm. yeah and also injected up to 45 percent, and then they start the war by sending revenue cutters to charleston to collect the tax so they fired on fort sumter which is where they collected the tax Mm -hmm. but it's slavery because reasons yeah. <laughs> even though six of the northern states also have slaves <laughs> yeah yeah we just did a whole episode on that basically yeah <laughs> i just that shit triggers me like, i know i feel there's yeah. there's still demonizing the south like if you have a southern accent you're look because of hollywood and stuff keeps this stuff alive it's oh like, yeah or you're just a, a backwards cousin fucking racist you know bumpkin you know and just because of the way you speak. Speaking yeah, of Hollywood, it, we were going to talk about uh, the Levon affair at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, yeah, I mean, this all spills over into this yeah, stuff. And this course, is another yeah. one where 
the Civil War is so such a large event that you can't ignore it. You have to lie about it. Yeah. But the Levon affair, they 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 both lie about it if you bring it up, but mostly they're just like shh. Don't yeah. You know, don't well, let me that, just say that's this. an example of a false flag operation that which was is not good optics for the ruling right. Class. False flags don't happen. Conspiracies are impossible. Just yeah. ask the CIA. Yeah. Um, no, it's funny that that's <laughs> kind what's of what's the difference I, between a conspiracy and a covert operation. <laughs> whether uh, whether it's publicly <laughs> acknowledged or not, uh, after the fact. <laughs> yeah. No, but well, anything uh, Israel does bad is you know. Yeah, anti-Semitic conspiracy. Yeah, they still deny the USS Liberty. Like they're survivors. Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you paid out a fucking thirteen million dollars, thirteen billion dollars or something. Um, but uh, yeah, though the thing, thing well, re- but rebate. Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, uh, the thing that. Uh, so you're right. They they can't really lie about about Levon affair. Um, so uh, I decided to seek out what was the most authoritative Jewish source on um, the story, and it's uh, I found uh, the Jewish Virtual Library, which is a wealth of information. Um, and it and basically it focuses. Hey, it's better than U.S. papers, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When it's when it's written from a from an openly Zionist Jewish perspective, a lot of times you do get a lot of good information from it. I will say. Although brag about it, I mean, there was recently a um, a Jewish mobster on uh, this guy Patrick's got a big YouTube channel. He was just bragging about all the stuff they did. He's like, yeah, we killed this guy and we did this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, um, but you're not supposed to admit, say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've gotten so to the point where it doesn't matter. And Arnon Milchan, the largest Israeli arms dealer, got up on a, a Hollywood stage and bragged about it. Yeah. Uh, he sold f- Krytron triggers to Netanyahu as a piece used in nuclear weapons. Yeah. And, and the and the other hand, <laughs> which he's, they also got from stealing from the U.S. Yeah, he's personally <laughs> responsible for the the uh, JFK movie by Oliver Stone, by the way, which yeah, you know, but, you know coincidentally does not mention the any of the nuclear um, deal dealings right. or uh, you know, and, and then it sort of all boils down to to oh, I'm gonna puke the machine in a of if I war hear one more time <laughs> that they killed JFK because he didn't give air support in the Bay of Pigs. That's so not true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also the idea the idea that he wasn't going <laughs> or the very idea that he wasn't going along with the program, the deep state program with Vietnam as it was. Oh, he totally was. Yeah, yeah he, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's Listen, the one that started it. We, we've just been covered. Uh, I've really got I'm really on my way down the general pattern rabbit hole. And that kind of you know, speaks to the Bay of Pigs thing that the, the entire Cold War was totally fake and gay and set up but you know to as a war profiteering fucking uh exercise whatever, in exercise. you know yeah a basically one. a major a mk ultra decade, or decades of deception which talks about the levon affair and a bunch of other covert operations and false flags and one of them is operation wash tub so if anyone's like oh the cold war is fake and gay where is it okay operation wash tub the cia plants a weapons cache off Nicaragua and then goes and discovers their own weapons that they put there and blames the Soviets as a pretext yeah. to put them. It's like they weren't actually worried about a communist takeover. It was just uh, the Red Scare is an excuse no. to expand budgets and military prowess and the powers of the state. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean like communism sucks, but that's yeah. not why they're doing what they're doing. They're yeah. doing it because it increased their own power. 
It, well, it's like um, even just last week they had the Royal Navy provoking the Russians, right now. So right. for the Royal Navy to be acting like that, and for you know NATO forces to do what they do the whole time, the constant provocations against Russia, it proves that their policy, or it shows to me anyway that their policy is based on the absolute certainty that Russia doesn't pose a threat because if 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 mm. they thought it did they wouldn't fucking carry on like that no you're right i mean that would be insane yeah yeah, yeah. it's like but let's go a little war with russia yeah and maybe the us will help us out I mean, like no, the us will do what it always does yeah sit back and let you destroy each other <laughs> see who the winning side's going to be jump on that team and clean it up Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's this like reputation. I say Americans is so dumb. I'm like, really? Let's look at the Syrian conflict. Let's see. Europe's inundated with refugees. All these Muslim groups are killing each other. And the U.S. is laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, who's playing checkers? Who's playing chess? Yeah. The American I mean, military kind of has this has this um, like reputation as being like, oh, we get the job done. Uh, we come in and clean up the messes that the Europeans couldn't finish. But it's like, I don't know, you kind of just wait until the last second when everyone's about tuckered out and sort of marching and fucking uh, big dicked and, and acting like you've done a whole lot. And then when you actually go in alone, see Vietnam, uh, you get your fucking ass handed to you. Well, that, that's because the purpose of Vietnam wasn't to take over Vietnam. It was the nine year they they prolonged the war on purpose so they could sell more helicopters. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like when they wanted to go, so they pretty much took on Japan solo. I mean, China was already been defeated. Korea mm-hmm. was already part of Japan and Europe wasn't getting involved. If the U S wanted to, it could have done it anyway, but it's like, why when we can do nothing and you'll destroy each other, which is if there wasn't for material support, Britain would have fallen to Germany immediately. Right. And they were yeah. starving. But the Germany saw the writing on the walls. Like that's why they had their U-boats out sinking merchant marine ships from the United States because they realize that's what's keeping this whole thing going. Yeah. yeah. If they didn't do that, then Britain wouldn't have acted the way it did anyway, and maybe they would have fought the Soviets together. A lot of things could have happened, but anyway, Levon affair. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> but, by the way, this by is par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> this is par for the course for the show. Not not for nothing. Nobody so, minds. It's, yeah. a, it's just yeah. a general history thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, so what? It's so funny too because some of these I, I I'm not I don't believe it's the same Nasser who was in charge when I was in high school. But like a Nasser, it's just so funny these names even stay the same. That's how much how little fucking things change over in the Middle East. Um, yeah, like Bush. Yeah. Yeah, literally Bush. Yeah, Bushes. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been maybe there was a chance that it was going to be a Clintons again, but it didn't. Well, we had a. <laughs> Secretary of State Clinton and yeah. President Clinton. Yeah. Well, close. Yeah. She was never president, though. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah. The best part of Trump winning was Hillary losing. Yeah, yeah that's sure. true. I was like, I know he's going to not do very much, but it's not her. Ha ha. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Uh, the guy who reported on the tarmac meeting between Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton just mysteriously killing himself uh, with yeah. no uh, <laughs> with no warning or anything. Oh, uh, you claim you got Seth Rich. Yeah, you guys, you guys just, you know, makes me it almost makes me feel good and happy to know that things some things will never change. 
<laughs> She'll never be president. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Nasser was uh, in charge of. Um, uh, he was a military revolutionary military, sort of a uh, a um, Saddam Hussein sort of sort of figure. Um, who kind of the way he did with the Baathists? Yeah, he wanted Pan Arabism. Yeah, and right. uh, not just that, but it was also like sort of like flavored like leftist, but not really at the end of the day. Um, uh, and. Um, Crypto fascist sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, crypto fat. Yeah, sure. It's all backed by the Rockefellers anyway. Let's let's face yeah. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and also another thing that's that's worth mentioning here is that at the time the Suez Canal was under the control of the uh, England, the British Empire. Uh, which is a really important uh, point of this story was that they were de- actually, you know, sort of getting along with Nasser and America was too, and they were all sort of planning on giving it to the Egyptians so they could kind of have it as like a nationalized source of industry and and labor and whatnot. And of course, the Israelis were not none too happy about <laughs> them, uh, the Egypt, anyone basically being able to turn a profit in the area besides them. Um, so they saw to it uh, and it's interesting too because whenever you think of Israeli gay ops usually you think of Mossad but no this was actually the military intelligence um, bureau which is known as Amman Um, and uh, they were uh, they were um, uh, so apparently hang on let me let me just get my they had a sleeper cell in Egypt already right uh, yeah from prior war but Egypt was also supporting Gaza. That's a very important thing. I mean, they oh, were yeah, that's defending true. Palestinians, and obviously Israel wanted to occupy Gaza, and they would. Uh, they take over Gaza, and and they had settlements there up until about 2005, when George Bush, the lesser roadmap for peace, kicked <laughs> them out. But all they did is relocate to the West Bank anyway, and then they go and bomb Gaza back into the Stone Age. Right. But yeah. Egypt does share a border with Gaza. And so Israel wanted Gaza and the Sinai Peninsula. They wanted it all. And they took it all temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still fighting with Gaza. Yeah, of course. Um, what's and it called? They, the, the, the West finally figured out, just pay him off. So the whole time Mubarak was there, just, just pay him. The second highest recipient of aid after Israel was Egypt. They just right. paid him to look away and ignore the Palestinians. Mm. And they took that deal. Yeah. Um, What's it called? So, so another thing that I mentioned here is uh, during the time that um, during the uh, World War One era, a lot of Jews had to leave Palestine, as it was known at the time, uh, and a lot of them ended up in Egypt, uh, specifically in uh, Alexandria, which is like where the more liberal place in um, in uh, Egypt was at the time, and uh, they were the, there was also a group of. Um, uh, a group of like sort of indigenous, if you want to, I, I, I kind of hesitate to use that words because Jews aren't really indigenous to anywhere. Um, well, Hebrews, but, yeah, <laughs> but um, they were sort of like an Egyptian f- for of Egyptian type of Jew called Sayanim, Sayanim, maybe. I just whenever I kept saying it, I kept thinking Super Saiyan. Um, but yeah, they were like a. Um, a group of Egyptian Jews, um, and they obviously... Um, Dynam is just a Jewish diaspora in any country that's loyal to the cause. Oh, okay, I All gotcha. Right. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so they were like still Zionist. Uh, they were probably planning on at some point moving back to Israel. <laughs> but they're very different than the Jews in Israel for all from Poland and Hungary. And Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so basically the uh, the Amman agency like went to a group of these like some of them were as young as 16 years old and I and brought them to Israel and uh, show and I'm assuming they talked them up with like, oh, if you if you do this, um, this is you're going to be a national hero. And this is like this is going to be great for your career. If you do this, we're going to take you around to Europe. You're going to learn how to do spy shit. We're going to learn how to do uh, how to do you could, you could this can make a career out of this. Like, and the this they old. wanted them to do was bomb Western targets and yeah. have it blamed on the Muslim Brotherhood or the communists or anybody but, you know, yeah. themselves. Mm -hmm. That would keep either encourage uh, Britain to stay and it would also prevent the U.S. or Europe from giving sending financial support to Nasser. Right. That's true. Okay, yeah, it would be. A Which Eisenhower wanted to do because he said we better do it or the Soviets are going to do it. And we'd rather yeah. have them in our sphere of influence than pushing them toward the Soviet Union. Yeah. There, and and Nasser was trying to build the Antwa Dam, uh, which is was fifty would end up becoming fifty percent of their entire electrical production. Yeah, and the U.S. was financing it, so Israel wanted to sabotage that uh, by well, bombing. If Western I'm not mistaken, targets. the U.S. was financing it, but the Soviets were constructing it. Well, they they end up not financing it, and the oh Soviets right, that's right, because of what happens. Yeah, <laughs> right. So that's. That's the point. Like, thanks, Israel. You just push Egypt in the arms of the Soviets. Well, it just goes to show that it's it's not like it's greatest ally, my ass. It's always yeah. about we're your greatest right. ally greatest when it, we're the giving party. But whenever it comes the other way, obviously, it's fucking fuck you, Goyim. Um, uh, yeah, the Zionists invade uh, Gaza in, in 1955. And then Nasser starts looking where to buy weapons. And the Soviets just say, oh, we have some Czech weapons that you can use. I mean, there's the whole war of attrition uh, in 1967 or 1966, 1965, like, and then another one in 1969, and all the way until Yom Kippur from mm -hmm. 69 to 73. That was going on like Soviet pilots getting shot out of the air and things like this was a big deal. But Levon affairs in 1954 where like you said they pay these people pay them and bribemen stoke up their patriotism all the above but they're to patriotism, bomb Zionism, western targets I yeah i mean they they believe in this like ethnic supremacy yeah. trash they're basically nazis but a different team yeah, you know, uh, let me they, just give. I've never they, talked they about think this of themselves the show. as a race. I'm Jewish, the by the way. Just thinking, so you know, don't hang up. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I just I just did want to. It's funny you mentioned that. I did want to bring this up on the show. I've I've never really said it publicly on the show before. But I have a really distinctive anecdote about when I was growing up um, about like how. Jew, like my Jewish, I had one Jewish friend growing up and I was the one, and then most of my other friends weren't Jews. Um, but it was weird. Like I remember my, my, my Jewish friend would come to my house. I would hope if you only have one Jewish friend that most of your friends are not Jews. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, they were, they were, <laughs> have you had more than two friends? <laughs> you not, you wouldn't be too far off. Um, <laughs> but, um, What's it called? So uh, I had one Jewish friend who would frequently go over my house. And then eventually, um, a after a year or two, he went over my non-Jewish friend's house and he made a big deal 
uh, he, he he told me that his mother made him leave his backpack and jacket into the garage so she could check it for roaches before uh, she brought it in to the house after having gone to our non-Jewish friend's house. Like, it's legitimately, like, I, I, like, absolutely noticed growing up that, like, this family would treat me better than all the other friends in the in the little group that we had. And it was, it was, you know, honestly, eye-opening even at a really young age and I that I knew yeah. and I identified I what it was. I New York had a Jewish friend he was, used to play with, and when they were about five, he just comes home from Hebrew school one day. He's like, I can't play with you anymore, and I'm better than you. He's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs> What's your rabbi? Say? He's like, my rabbi this, my rabbi that. To a five-year-old, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just so that's just a little anecdote. I, I if, if more come to my mind, I could possibly give you one. But yeah, I wasn't raised in the faith, um, and as a result, I've been you know, obviously didn't have any of the Zionism instilled in me. Um, and also, I'm not even fully Jewish. I think I'm only like I want to say five eighths Jewish or six eighths Jewish, perhaps. I don't know. My mom's part and my dad is all. So um, I will go to the camps in the event of uh, <laughs> an issue. But uh, at the other, on the other There's hand, there's a test, you know, you, you, you take a, you take a quarter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I did this. I have this joke. And uh, do you know Gilad Osman? He says he's like an ex Jew. Cause okay. he's from, he was in the Israeli military and all that. He lives in Britain now, but he's like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm, don't believe in the Jewish religion and, and he doesn't think it's a race. Mm -hmm. It's a geographic, like people, whatever mm -hmm. recently it's a people based on a shared history yeah, because of yeah. the Holocaust. Another thing It's not clearly an ethnic group or a religion, or it's like all that stuff It's sort of a self-identified thing like Caitlyn Jenner. But, um, <laughs> I, I self-identify okay, as white, <laughs> if I can help it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, Jews are a subset. Of yeah. whites majority of them so it's like the irish are white yeah it's like i don't really consider italians white but here we are yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta include them but yeah um i took a 500 yen coin it looks like a gold coin i was like i'm gonna bounce this on the desk you know and like the quicker you grab it is like you're yeah. your higher Jewish percentage. <laughs> that's great yeah 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 this is my friend and i'm joking with him so i throw it down he caught it before it hit the table <laughs> uh, and then he and then he like looks at it and then he like slowly turns his hand over and drops it he's like uh <laughs> 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 like extra my ass no. <laughs> oh that's great i didn't say i'm gonna throw it i just was gonna do the chest i pulled out a coin and it was bounce it and i was gonna let him grab it and he caught it like and I'd even drop it. I like chucked it down. He's like Spider-Man, Spidey senses, Judar. I mean, he like, did. Phew. You said he was in the Israeli in the Israeli Defense Forces, right? Yeah, but he's still he's like an older guy now. Yeah, okay, all right. About the dude, he just caught this thing. We're at lunch, you know. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Hilarious. That's by the way why I sit at the profile here with the camera so there's no mistaking if i say something right, right. vaguely anti-semitic just look you can't deny. i was doing magic tricks making coins disappear and i was yeah. like does this disturb you yeah, on another level? No. <laughs> where are they <laughs> uh, uh yeah, yeah you can't make you can't do comedies like comedians nowadays you know a lot of comedians would go in with like a bunch of ethnic stereotypes about whoever mm -hmm. you know yeah. blacks jews women um 
it, you can't do that now. I mean, you can bash on white guys still. Oh, That's of course, like, yeah. you know, the forever lasting punching bag. But uh, you can yeah, still do not fat. Even, not even as now. a joke. Can do what? Do fat people for now. For now, fat people, yeah, we're we're headed towards a, a world where we're not able. That, to do I think it anymore. that's I think that's like a body shaming or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can make fun <laughs> of really skinny people, but you can't make fun of fat people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, it it just sucks just as bad to be underweight. It's not like oh yeah, I love being underweight. You know, I'm sure they eat. It just it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so, morbidly obese people can be anorexic now, which is cool. Yeah, that, I yeah. love that. I love that that opens on. the world of inclusivity. That like really fat people can also meant have mental disorders that where they don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. has the most of both, right? The most anorexics and the most uh, obese. I think uh, awesome. one is self-reported and the other one's based on um, yeah. some sort of stand weight <laughs> standard. <laughs> well, they are the two. Well, best I think we definitely have the most the obese. But the, the BMI test they use is garbage because it's just dividing weight and height and doesn't take account muscle mass. So like yeah, Michael true. Jordan is morbidly obese. He definitely right, isn't. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, according to the BMI. Yeah. So. That's, I, 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 get, I get caught up in that loophole all the time as well. <laughs> but just because BMI is garbage doesn't mean like just from yeah. eyeballing it, like, you know. Yeah. I can tell you from living in Japan and living in the U.S., there is a massive oh, yeah. difference in mass. Yeah, <laughs> there's here. It's kind of like, but the America wasn't always like that. When I in like the '80s, I remember like I go through my yearbook and there was like the fat kid. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. so rare. Um, this is back when people went outside and stuff, and that's how it, it is in Japan illegal. now. There's like the fat kid, like in a whole school. Okay, there's like yeah, two yeah. fat people or something. Everybody's thin, and America used to be that way. Yeah, and then pe yeah. people of that same generation, and they when I was growing up, I was stuff, the fat kid. <laughs> he was the fat Jew. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, <laughs> I had no, nothing going for me as a kid. No, uh, what's it called? That's that's interesting. Uh, I've actually always wanted to visit Japan, actually, and it's and um, I've le legitimately like in recent years been like you know toying with the idea you know what having been financially stable enough to do it or whatever this is obviously prior to covid but i literally had the thought that i don't know that i want to go there and i'm not like by the way extremely fat now i've lost weight since i was a kid believe it or not um wow. but uh but uh i i just don't know that i want to like lay on a couch and do this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i am jewish so i mean like the whole like analyzing shit it is How's just kind of no. yeah no, horrible <laughs> oh no um uh what's it called the, no i the no, not even lying though i had the thought i don't know if i want to go to a country where i'm like the fattest person in the whole country so i'm not gonna go <laughs> But that is. Well, I mean, they just they see it it's just. I like we, you know, cows are fat, white people are big. This is how it yeah. is. <laughs> they wouldn't. They're not going to make fun of you. But they they are ruthless on each other. Well, it's still a me thing, obviously. But it's, it's yeah. funny because it's like that's even worse. They're like so above us that they won't even tease us about it. Yeah. Like, oh, can't even help it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking animals. They don't even know how to control, no control themselves. Yeah. It's just, yeah. They have no impulse this, control. That's just how they are. It's the soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For whitey. They'll just dog on the Chinese or whatever. They're like, you're Asian. You should be better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. They got a lot of, they got a lot of hate for China and that's mutual. 
Everybody hates China, though. Even China hates China. Yeah. You go to any Asian nation, it's like, who are the worst tourists, the worst whatever, like Chinese. And it's yeah. getting to be like that globally, like wherever you are. Like they have surpassed people from New Jersey in, as far as like being the rudest <laughs> people on earth. China is There's just so many of them. Yeah, China is asshole. <laughs> that was my favorite meme of the year before last, whatever it was. That was so good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's just so many of them. It's it's easy to notice patterns in someone that's so populous, you know. Well, they come in like groups of a hundred, following a mm-hmm. yellow flag around, and it's just they are horrible tourists for sure. Yeah, and they're, they're, you couldn't get two more opposite cultures than China and Japan. Yeah, yeah I've heard that can't. before. Yeah, we follow it. Chinese, yellow you can flag hear Chinese people much. talking from three blocks away. <laughs> Whereas you could be on a subway with two hundred. Japanese people and fall asleep but yeah. you wouldn't even know they're there if you didn't look at them they don't make a sound yeah yeah that's rude Based. I would socialize with some Japanese people in uh, in Bangkok and uh, that's kind of Japan on vacation it's like when Japanese... drinking they're different <laughs> yeah 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 well I, the, it was a really uh, pleasant experience because like there were it, a really kind of delicious combination of fucking crazy and we'll do anything and also very polite and uh, like they really looked after me but this this uh, you were making a drunken mess of yourself I assume I was a drunken mess and uh, these guys these guys walked me walked me home to my hotel at seven o'clock in the morning and it's like and they've been the wildest fucking uh, group of people the whole night and you have to go drinking with Mongolians sometime oh right yeah <laughs> This is, but not to a gas station in New, in uh, Jersey. Yeah, no, don't, don't do ever. That. Don't ever drink with Mongolians. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a room full of redheaded females. Oh wow. yeah, it's crazier than a bag of spiders. Um, <laughs> anyway, Levana circling fan. back though. Yeah. So they yeah. in July of 1954 they bomb a post office. Yep. These Jewish terrorists bomb a post office in Egypt. And again, and they've been supplied the delay devices, the incineraries, everything yeah. from it was interesting. It was all um the way it worked was uh there was a bag of acid that would slowly leak um through the bag being that it was corrosive and eventually on a time release uh would sort of ignite um a you know uh, a, a payload of of explosive but i just uh but one of them one of the guys i guess the bag sprung a leak in his pocket and he set himself on fire while walking <laughs> to his target philip nathanson is who yeah. you're talking about yeah. and he was going to bomb a movie theater and they had already they had bombed movie theaters uh, post offices and libraries kind of like yeah libraries uh, about an American library actually like that, that pisses me off we don't need to be setting any more libraries on fire in Egypt yeah weren't you, know? you the guys That's, who uh, weren't you the people who are bitching about books getting burned just a few years ago Jesus Christ well I mean the great library was burned by <laughs> yeah and it is yeah actually. also in Egypt too <laughs> yeah. that was the tragedy to humanity like that was the intellectual genocide it was yeah. terrible. It was like letting women vote. It's a joke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's all I, I think that I, I think they should that, that uh, IMF expropriation of Italian gold. They should have just branded it as uh, reparations for Roman sla- Roman slave trade. <laughs> well, the North African slave trade and was 
more slaves went through that than I think all slavery in the rest of the world put together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the U.S. Hang on. exported about three hundred fifty thousand, but then they started breeding them, and yeah. so you get into the millions. But that that's nothing compared to the African slave trade. Oh yeah, and then also Brazil too. That's that's not even scratching the surface what we got in America. Well, yeah, I'm including the Caribbean, the Americas. I mean, oh, okay, fine. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brazil, but, yeah, Brazil was the last to in the Americas to phase it out. Yeah. Also, just the but, but not numerically really, they the still most. Had the coolie trade. They're still using Chinese slaves mm. well after the Civil War, and really, um, I mean, what's an Indian reservation, right? It's yeah. it's a spectrum. Like wage slavery was just cheaper. That was you yeah. Know, the, re yeah. the reason they decide to go with this is, well, I don't have to pay for their house or, or feed them. Um, yeah. We can just work them till they starve or start paying them on script because that just gets recycled back to the company store anyway. And that model lasted until the 1920s. Like that went after World War One. They're still yeah. paying people on script uh, till the Blair Mountain Rebellion and Colorado coal strikes, some other things, put an end to that. People with guns, yeah, uh, not not running around with signs like people with guns got our labor rights, yeah. But um, yeah, it's disgusting too. And I think it was also sort of you know now you're messing with World War One veterans. I mean, they they used a million rounds of ammunition in the Logan County, West Virginia, in that rebellion, fighting the federal government for a month it was, you know, it was something else. Of oh, course, nice. the American Indians retook Wounded Knee in 1973. For three months, what? I uh, fighting killed FBI agents. Free Leonard Pelter, by the way. They, yeah, and it's like, what are you gonna do? Go massacre the Indians at Wounded Knee again? Yeah, I, I know. know. Uh, talk <laughs> about <laughs> optics. So they just kind of surround <laughs> them and and shoot at them. They killed uh, a white sympathizer that had gone there, shot through the wall and hit him. Some hippie that died in it, but. You know, and that whole thing arose because of the guns. Well, uh, you said he was a hippie. Nothing. Police abuse was on lost. the res exactly. <laughs> but the, <laughs> I mean, they're like, yeah, the, the, that's bio warfare keeping a hippie behind. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, psychological. It was a big deal. He's bumming out all the Indians over the other side of the wall it. too. <laughs> yeah, Marlon Brando was speaking about it. Like it was uh, a big thing, and. That's a little forgotten piece of history, too. Yeah, but, I didn't know about that at all. I mean, at least you're on the other side of the pond, though. I'm thinking yeah, even yeah, people yeah. living in the U.S. Yeah. don't know about it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now you know the now retaking of Wounded Knee. Russell oh. Means and Dennis Bank. Like, Russell Means was the libertarian candidate that lost to Ron Paul by one vote in 1988. And he's in Last of the Mohicans right. um, as an actor as well. That dude was, he died in the 2000s but uh that guy was the most based of base like yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna call him ace of base because that's now a band but <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, balls of coconuts what's it called uh so here I, I mentioned before that i went to the jewish virtual library there's some really great quotes in here um you know egypt had a mole inside the cell like yeah they looked they looked down on the egyptians so much they pull off this sloppy. Let me tell you how stupid the Israelis were. First of all, they're just hiring diaspora. They go, one of them's 
one of the ones they approached at least was only 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they didn't compartmentalize it. So all the bombers knew each other. So you catch <laughs> one, you catch them all. Right. Yep. And they knew the theater or library, whatever he was going about the bomb. They had a fire truck parked out front. They were ready for it. And then Philip Matheson's bomb starts going off prematurely. They catch him in the act, interrogate him. He tells on everybody. They scoop these guys, 13 of them up in total. But only um, uh, one got away. And that was the double agent. <laughs> yeah. They let him get away. The guy who was, by uh, the way. said, they announced that they arrested him. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was also uh, a double agent. He was not a double agent with the Egyptians, also, and he was under an assumed identity as a former SS officer. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Frank uh, was his. Was that fake his real name. identity? Oh, no, right. his real identity he, was um, it's something. He was uh, pretending to be a Jew. Uh, it, si- it was Avraham Seidenberg, um, uh, and also <laughs> also known as um, what the fuck is it? Uh, I want to say Avi Seidel or something. Uh, right. I don't remember. Um, but the point is, is uh, yeah, he um, he yeah. Turns out that prior to this entire thing occurring, he had already been flipped by the Egyptians, and yet still oversaw this entire thing, not seeing an I- not seeing an issue with it. Um, and, well, he also posed as a British businessman. He was um, John Darling. Yeah, was Darling. Dar. Yeah. 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 So from oh, Avri Elad, darling, yeah, right, and then he goes to uh, Seidenberg and Avri Elad as an Egyptian, and Elad was basically really just a mercenary, like he did it from the coin, and so he's like, yeah, I'll triple agent, double agent, I'm on whoever's paying me, right? Yeah, yeah. he, uh, the Egyptian intel knew it was coming anyway, and um, they catch him, but this. Okay, Israel just tried a false flag terrorist attack, bombing targets inside of Egypt. That's an act of war yeah. already. Yeah. Right. And not only that, but they're trying to blame it on someone else, trying to blame it on the Muslim Brotherhood or blame it on the communists. And the Muslim Brotherhood actually, because they're so tied to the CIA, that's a whole other can of worms, but there was an attempted assassination on Nasser. And, of course, he survives, the first one. And he gets dictatorial powers because they the public falls in love with them even more right oh they try to assassinate you and so he goes around and arrests like 20,000 people or something <laughs> and he actually had a lot of the future uh, uh operatives of the world trade center bombing in 93 sitting in his jail right that right. makes sense yeah <laughs> right like he should have been like we definitely should have sided with nasser against the soviets and the uh al-qaeda and the muslim brotherhood mm-hmm. but you know, Israel messes it all up. They bomb the targets. What it should have happened is Israel gets caught doing a false flag in Egypt and committing acts of terrorism. They should have been reprimanded, yeah. right? And but the British and the French, they were like, just give us a pretext because they were just want the Brits didn't want to leave the Suez anyway. A faction of them, at least, didn't want yeah. to. Uh, the French didn't like this, you know, and that because the French Zionists were building up the uh, israel's nuclear reactors and that program because the french were strapped for cash and they needed the money and so the u.s israel's just recycling its money from its um mega donor group inside the united states and canada and over to the french so they can get a nuclear reactor right right same time they're stealing enriched uranium from pennsylvania covertly that's with salman shapiro and those 
those people connected to the Sunborn Institute and things that are smuggling this uranium out. And, uh, you know, the, the Americans would ask him to be on the nonproliferation treaty and Kennedy was going to yeah, force him to. No, yeah. yeah, they just killed him and replaced him with Johnson, who gave him the liberty attack, which they also tried to blame on Egypt Yeah, <laughs> at first. Yeah. You know, so they catch this guy, they get all the operatives, and the whole thing is blamed on Pinhas Levan, who's the defense minister of Israel. And uh, one of them produces a document, uh, Ben Ben uh, Gabili, I always call him Benjamin Gabili, but he uh, claims, look, here's his signature. He authorized this whole thing, but they'd forged it. And that would come out later, but it took about six years yeah. for him to be exonerated because Ben Gurion and his little cult of uh, like Daigon and, and Benjamin Gabili and Ben Gurion did authorize it. So they blamed yeah. it all on Levon. And then also Ben Gurion ended up being replacing Levon. Yeah. He ended up taking over the defense minister. minister. Yeah. (laughs) And he was already the head of the terrorist groups that did all those bombings in the past. I mean, he was an Israeli prime minister, uh, but he was the head of the Jewish agency, which was the government in waiting that became the first government of Israel. And he, along with Ergun and Stern committed all these terrorist attacks, like the Patria, for example, um, that, that we were talking about earlier, right, yeah, that was yeah. all under his auspice. Like Einstein chastised him, basically called him a fascist, uh, wrote a letter to the New York Times about it. Albert Einstein, mayor yeah. of him, smart guy. They tried to make him the first president of Israel, and he refused. He said the idea of a Jewish state is as silly as a Jewish bus or a Jewish chair. <laughs> like, a state's a state. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's funny that they state. took Isn't that. Isn't that what we tried to run away from? Right, yeah. Well, no, right, I was just going to well, say. Germans can't have an ethnic state, but we can. Yeah. Well, uh, it's funny that that he would say such a thing because now there's literally Jewish para- there's literally Jewish ambulances in Brooklyn, and yeah. you know, Jewish buses and Jewish benches and <laughs> Jewish police. Jewish benches. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's there's benches for the Jewish made buses. Of, made of stale bagels or something? Yeah, no, they're made out of they're no. made out of uh, old lampshades and candle wax. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say soap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fuck. Um, what's it called? Uh, so. They're sitting on the electric floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that kind of like war propaganda does need to get debunked because it, it's so silly. It discredits the rest of it that isn't yeah. funny or silly. Yeah. And so it's important to parse out like the bullshit claims about the Holocaust from the legit ones. Yeah. And because you're not allowed to discuss it at all. Um, it just gets sillier and sillier. I'm like, you're not helping the credibility here by allowing every alarmist, you know, yeah, any, yeah. the most ridiculous stuff <laughs> like death by lumberjack and things like that shouldn't happen. Yeah. The bear and the bear and the eagle. <laughs> that was in the New York times. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much you weren't allowed to say no. And a lot of how uh, these groups that finance the illegal arms sales, to the Israelis to kill the Palestinians, they were actually laundering money through Holocaust charities. Mm-hmm. And it was just political suicide to to go after a Holocaust sure, charity. Yeah, yeah. That they're just like, let them do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, it, yeah. 
I've said this on the show before, but it's like, the fuck it's is like that though? They took money away from Holocaust victims to give yeah. arms to Israelis to Holocaust. To Holocaust some other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> other Semites, so, actual Semites. Yeah, it's anti-Semitic. Like, the inability <laughs> to talk about it. It's like the the, the West in general is completely um, has completely lost the plot since I was a kid. You know, I, I'm grew up in the 70s and 80s and like school teachers have always been liberals but I, I the sort of I was indoctrinated by my school teachers that oh you know you're not allowed to, to question the holocaust in Germany and that's a stupid idea because it's just going to make it's just going to make matters worse and yeah, that's like that saying was, you can't you can't question 9-11 or something like why yeah. not you yeah. can I mean it doesn't it's not going to change that was, in in Britain at least you know even school teachers would say that you know no you've got to be able to say whatever you want because otherwise it's you know it's just going to make it worse yeah forbidden fruit you get that you get that in modern issues right with the coof with uh with global warming like global warming alarmists that say ridiculous stuff like the earth will be melting in 10 years Mm -hmm. uh that is not true and it makes it seem like the rest of it's crazy yeah and the rest of it's not as crazy as that at least and with COVID nineteen, like the lab leak theory's been out for over a year, yeah. and they're just now admitting, yeah, I guess it did come from the lab. But Facebook and fact checkers and Twitter and stuff, you know, and Google is tied up with uh, AstraZeneca and, and other uh, vaccines, which is really gene therapy. Yeah, you're not allowed to speak about it, and so what happens is because there's no dialogue, you got people be like, it's all a hoax. The disease doesn't exist, which is wrong. Or the disease existed, it's sent into the world, which is also wrong. And you can't have a nuanced opinion, but it's the side that's calling it a hoax and stuff that gets censored. But there's a lot of things in between hoax and end of the world. And yep. they you yeah. just can't talk about any of it. It's doomsday, sell the pills. They trust the science. I'm like, I think you mispronounced big pharma. Yeah. 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 But that's another one that the exaggerations are winning because mm-hmm. you are not allowed to question it at all yeah, or you're true. kicked off social media, lose your job. You want to kill grandma, blah, blah, blah. And the Holocaust is like that. Global warming's like that. Even American civil war history is like, if you say anything positive about the South, you just wanted to keep slaves and hate right, blacks yeah, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, did, just, if, you the, say, the, if you say states rights, it means you want slavery back. There's 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 been a lot of media uh, in recent years about the opiate epidemic, which they call, well, I like to call it, and, yeah. the, and the the absolute corruption of big pharma. And but the, interesting though, sorry to interrupt you, William. But also, you mentioned the Sackler family. I love how like that's now like the one fucking group of pharma comp, like the one group of pharmaceutical CEOs that you're allowed to criticize. They purposely keep your fucking you like they they make them be like a very public face of shithead farm pharma CEO people. So that like it provides cover for every one of these other fucking assholes who are you know make push making everyone fucking age 12 to 59 have to get a fucking untested gene therapy yeah i mean and that's on top of the fucking antidepressants and shit that they've been pulling down the throats and turning the fucking frogs we liberated all that opium in afghanistan it has to go somewhere i mentioned this on the show before but uh, i have a buddy who uh, served uh 
two tours in Afghanistan and two in Iraq. And one of the tours he spent in, in Afghanistan, he spent his entire time, I believe it was an eight-month period, just guarding Garden a poppy, poppy field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. They know. Like, the people over there know yeah. exactly why we're there. It's not about hunting down mm-hmm. Al-Qaeda or the Taliban. It's not because they hate opium. our freedom. No, they didn't even know... <laughs> Uh, there was a poll in Afghanistan. They didn't even know 9-11 happened. They had to be like, there was a, two plane crashes in a village called New York. I mean, yeah. which <laughs> yeah, makes them more accurate than Luz Strange. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's an airplane. like. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't even know. Oh, you don't subscribe oh. to the thermite paint? <laughs> is that your jesse the body impression yes i was a fighter i was a governor i'm jesse the mind ventura he went downhill yeah. uh, whatever i like him he was arrested yeah, i like so his riffraff from good. rocky horror haircut <laughs> it's that superstar billy graham thing like, yeah hogan he copied me yeah i can't do it but like uh <laughs> You know, he did a good job as governor, though. He left yeah. the surplus. He did He did a lot. You know, so even someone like that wacky is better than government. Like, as, <laughs> yeah. you know. I know, regular. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, but, uh, yeah, he's wrong on 9-11. He started subscribing to some of the Judy Wood nonsense and do weapons and stuff. I'm like, dude, how much, how high are you getting in <laughs> Mexico? Like, yeah, because that's a weak. He's like, off the you grid. Can't, you can't be that stupid naturally. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a, a marijuana paranoia thing. Like, yeah, like, and I know lots of people smoke, and it doesn't affect them that way. Just like lots of people can drink without being alcoholics. Don't mm-hmm. somebody every time you mention weed, you get like a fucking cult reaction. Like oh, I smoke weed, no, I'm not a dumbass. But like, yeah, but look at all the ones that are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been it's saying like, no, no, no one that drinks denies like drinking and driving is a bad thing. But people who smoke pot act well, like smoke. it doesn't hurt anybody ever, and like yeah. uh, clearly some people can yeah. handle it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've met those guys. There's a certain type of guy. They're the only ones of them you ever met are potheads. So that there's got to be there's right. a correlation there somehow. Yeah, I mean, I can tell. Like, someone will be posting dumb shit on my forum or Telegram, and like three sentences in, I'll say, "How old were you when you first started smoking weed?" <laughs> and they're like 15, 16. How'd you know? I'm like, because you can't be that dumb naturally. Yeah, you just can't. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, so maybe you, maybe there's something to the fact that my wife the other day said to me, "All right, Scott, that's it. Uh, you've gone too far with saying that space might be fake." Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm high as what a kite is, uh, right now. What brother. do they say is up there? Where they just think it's like cities on the other side of the um, donut earth? I don't. Or I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I take a kind of agnostic approach to all of these things. I don't know. I haven't seen it with my own eyes, so who knows what it is. But I mean, it could I'm be on space. The other side it could be of space the right now. Yeah. It is space. <laughs> space. <laughs> we have satellites up there. Yeah. Uh, you mean? I was gonna say you mean <laughs> helium balloons? It's a giant. It's a giant um, hologram. Yeah. <laughs> it's a firmament. Since ancient times. It's literally. Yeah, it's yeah. literally a living organism that a- pre- presents LED ancient lights. Ancient NASA was just, con- just uh, you know, ancient NASA was back there full in the Mayans and the Greeks uh, with their big hologram of the stars. They look exactly like they do now. Yeah, they're I mean, there. They're- <laughs> I almost don't even want to say this because it's. It, I mean, it's dignifying it with a with a response, but like <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I did, I did. I sort of studied navigation, and the Earth is a sphere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I that, know. Yeah. Like the flat, the flat Earthers say that that oh, you know, the the GPS is just faked by NASA. Like, okay, what about Magellan? You know, it's like they. They figured out that that was what about I have the sun shining through my window right now. How about y'all? Yeah, exactly. Right. And and (laughs) wait wait a minute. It's bright enough to light up as far as I can see. Right. The whole day on this half of the planet. Yet you can't see the sun at night. You can see all the other stars, but you can't see the biggest, brightest one. Yeah. (laughs) They think it's it's like there's no bridge principles. It's ad hoc hypotheses indefinitely. And the only way to maintain a position like that where you're like here's my explanation for a and then i have a totally different explanation for b but if i have b i can't have a at the same time right you can say well that's because it's on the other side of the disc or something right like (laughs) where's the edge of the disc it doesn't matter you know it's like the only way you can maintain uh when you lose bridge principles is wheat like because they can't maintain (laughs) like two layers of thought ever yeah. And I'm not just talking about while they're high. I mean, it's like if you're smoking weed every day, it doesn't come back. Like people are visibly dumber and you can tell, I can tell when one of my siblings or something is smoking again, because I'm like, oh uh, yeah, he can't find his keys. He just walked in the room and doesn't remember yeah. why he's there. Stuff like that. They think that's normal. Everybody does that. I'm like, no, no, they don't. <laughs> you know, like, that doesn't happen to everybody. Maybe as a kid, you lose your shoes or something. But when you're an adult, like you don't, that doesn't happen without drugs. I don't lose my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, see, see, I sort of, I still drink uh, like a couple of days a week kind of thing, but I don't, not not so much. But I, I, since I've cleaned up my act to the extent that I have, I don't, I definitely don't lose my shoes and my keys as much as I used to do. I'll do that, that to you too. I mean, that's, yeah. That that's, I basically uh, spent the but, last 10 years being like on the border of like piss drunk. So like yeah. I think like now that now that I only smoke weed, I think it's been such a noted improvement on my cognitive and and like motor abilities that everyone's just happy. I mean don't, don't we're not picking <laughs> on your ears. You don't come across as a as a weed guy. Yeah, no, particular. I don't. I'll I'll go out on a limb and say that even though I would If you're agnostic on space, you. that's weed. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be like yeah. you can't be an adult and be that fucking stupid you just can't hey. not without drugs like if you're paranoid to that point like it's not it's not something you accept based on faith or belief it's something you're supposed to understand you're supposed to know that based on knowledge not based on well that's what i believe it's like it's not a belief like i don't believe in gravity I know about it. Yeah. Like I cannot not believe in it. I you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's what, like what, I don't. I don't believe in the sun. I've seen it. You know, it's there. That's you know. You're supposed the to know th- these things. One of the fun things is their rationale for why uh, their rationale for the round Earth hoax, which is to make you feel insignificant, and like that's saying a lot about you, man. You know, like uh <laughs> th- thinking that the universe is infinite or whatever and and the earth is round doesn't make me feel insignificant at all i'm still yeah. an asshole just the same kind of asshole i would be if it was flat i just have a massive yeah. narcissistic ego to balance with the idea that i'm alone in a fucking and infinite universe yeah, exactly. so yeah, i'm still gonna have I, that's not gonna ruin my my day yeah <laughs> i don't care 
<laughs> yeah, I would say indefinite universe, not infinite, but it's got it's apparently sure. Yeah, I got yeah. It's I'm, um just I'm just trying to whatever. sound smart like, like black I'm science. The pretzel man. Earth, pretzel Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tell me, I, just, I, I live on the other people. side of the earth. I'm like, look at me walking around outside when it's nighttime there and daytime here. Where yeah. did anything yeah. happen? Am I on the other side of the disc? Or are we all on top of the disc? And what's on the bottom of the disc? They don't, some of these people don't believe in gravity. Like, no, the disc is just moving upwards all the time. It's all, you know, <laughs> through what? <It's> all, somebody, <laughs> someone made this shit up, being like potheads will believe it, yeah. and uh, made quite a bit of money selling books on this crap. And yeah, I, if you told work. me 20 years ago that flat Earth was going to be a thing, like that would have a comeback, I would have laughed. But man, there's stuff like if you see like Babylon B or the Onion or these um, sarcasm rags yeah it's getting to be like you got to go way out there on the sarcasm because even the stuff you thought was incredibly stupid sure, and impossible yeah. to believe is you can't tell if it's sarcasm or stupidity because there's so many people that are that dumb yeah like our educational yeah. system has failed and a lot of it is because of the government constantly lying and gaslighting people yeah lied about the Levant affair. They lied about the Gulf of Tonkin. They lied about Iran-Contra. They lied about gassings in Syria. They lied about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They're over-exaggerating the coup and the Holocaust. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but they're like, <laughs> just throwing that in there. Funny. But they, you know, they are constantly, constantly lying. So they're like, I can't trust what's on TV. And, yeah, yeah. And I can't trust it when they say trust the science with the coup. Like, you're ruining the credibility of science Yeah. by using that as a shield to push big pharma. And so they're like, well, you know, science, my ass, right? So they stop. They don't know where the line is. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this isn't true either. Maybe that. Maybe that. They've taken too many red pills too fast, and they think they get in just perpetual doubt. Like, uh, well, nothing's true. Everything's a lie. Like, they have radicalized the public by constantly lying. To well, them. I think that, that that works for them, though, in a way, because on the, by doing that, but it does kind of make one go, oh, well, then everything's all bullshit. And then it's yeah, it pretty easy. Society it atomizes society. And then not just that, but it makes it really easy for for reg normies to other those people and be like, all right, well, we're just going to break these fucking guys off of society. You're not going to yeah. you're not going to care when we Waco them because they didn't follow the science, you know, <laughs> Well, it's, well it's that like, was part of the reason Waco was like, man, because it was like, well, it was just some religious cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, know. It, uh, it's a bunch of people and children. Doesn't matter what the religion is, but I it did. I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it stuck with me. There's a there's a film about Ruby Ridge, uh, which is pretty oh. good, and uh, that and it has a clip from of Bill Maher basically doing that on his show about it. So oh, these guys are fucking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was These a Republican. He did a movie called Religiosity where he went and bashed on every religion other than Judaism. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He kind of got owned by the Catholic guy, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He was, I was like, he's all, I've never heard that before. I'm like, you've never engaged in religious discussion before then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're used no. to just being surrounded by other fucking coastal elites who go like, oh, right. Bill, that's so smart. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah I know. It's a, oh, it's, that is what a, a Republican would say. <laughs> and then he realized he's just a Democrat that wants to legalize drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. It's a lot. Almost all libertarians are not libertarians. They're either Democrats that want to legalize drugs or they're anarchists. 
Yeah. There's barely anybody that understands limited government, the, the old Jeffersonian model. They're just like, I, you know, they just want to do their drugs or get rid of police and borders or whatever. I'm like, that's not, no one ever in the early, you know, Virginia presidents that created mm-hmm. libertarianism didn't want to have a border. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like you have different languages. Is that like borders exist for a reason, even if it's a frontier? No one ever said just like get rid of courts and stuff. They specifically created courts and the Supreme Court and the whole system for it and the division of powers and stuff. It it's not libertarianism is not no government. It's limited government. Yeah. We're not getting rid of um, you know, court cases so that people can settle civil disputes or the fire department or the post office or something like we have public works and stuff the problem with government is when it's favoring commercial interests and it's playing is a coach and rather than a referee yeah and what jefferson wanted what rothbard wanted what ron paul wanted was like get rid of the income tax get rid of corporate welfare because that gets rid of warfare at the same time stop with the bailouts and things stop interfering in the marketplace and have an actual free market not oh these industries get subsidized and these other ones don't or we're going to use regulations to make it impossible for you to have the initial capital to start up to compete or we're not going to let you compete across state lines or all the crap they do you know all the lincoln type shit they do like that's what we need to get rid of that doesn't mean oh yeah just get rid of the whole thing and just dog eat dog anarchy like oh yeah that would work in your fantasy land where everybody's mature and intelligent, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, we, we have a bunch of hoodlums that's like, you think your guns, you they got guns too. It's like, that's just look at what's happening when they're defunding the police. And I know how bad American cops are, but that doesn't mean it can't function. Like police in Japan, I'll, I don't have a problem with them at all. Of course, they're not trained by the Israelis and yeah. they're yeah. not, um, you know, it, there's not an you IQ are cap you on, too, the, on the job. The you you're know not I mean? really. You, it doesn't matter what country you put you in. You're not going to start suddenly fucking doing crimes either. You, you've got you've got John Brennan. Yeah, but I got harassed by cops in America whether I was doing yeah. a crime or not. Yeah, you know, just true. the crime of being a teenager. I I got harassed by Virginia cops. It was weird because in North Carolina, I never had an issue with them on our island and stuff. I go to Charlottesville and like every week, I would just not go into the city because I didn't want to be harassed by police. Right. And it was, I wasn't doing anything, but they're just like, I kind of have dark circles under my eyes always have. So that I look like a drug person or something. Sure, maybe yeah, I don't know yeah. what it was, but they're just like, I get pulled over. I'm like, why are you pulling me over? I have, I'm not speeding. And I do it. It doesn't matter. And you can be like, you might be detained. That's all bullshit. Cops will do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Right. And then cops in Charlottesville are abusive. They get off on it. And I swear it's like, they were the dork in high school. And so they see like the successful high school kid uh, who's getting laid and, and is athletic and stuff. And they just want to make your life miserable out of resentment. That's what I think it is. And yeah. they would go and like, gang up on like college kids and yeah, somebody drinking at a UVA football game, whatever. And they like beat him and tear all their clothes off and handcuff them in front of people like public humiliation. And it's just a bunch of fat guys and they get off on it. Like they get to beat up the guy that could beat them up so easy Mm-hmm. If they weren't police, like he's not even fighting back because that just gets some time in a cage. Right. And it's abuse of power is what it is. And fuck them. Fuck the police, the police we have. Yeah. But that doesn't mean policing in general as a concept yeah. is wrong. It means our cops are wrong, like audit the police because you can see functional police in other nations. Yeah, Same with the border. Like we have to have a fucking border. If Japan didn't have a border, it would become China overnight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, You'd have sure. millions of Chinese people coming to Japan. It wouldn't be Japanese anymore. All, all like that you list, have to have a border. All that list of bad bad things that could come into society that John Brennan likes to warn us about on CNN, like you know, uh, nativism and uh, uh, I don't know what what else on the, on the, on the list. But this basically is describing Japan. The, yeah. and it's I, I get from what I hear, it's one of the most cohesive, harmonious societies that there is. The lowest crime rate, the largest, longest life expectancy. They're like top three yeah. in any educational category. Oh, the uh, essays lowest, are having a fucking lowest party infant mortality rate, fireworks. like the most centurions. They're winning on every measuring stick. Yeah. And it's and they're like, and it's not because it's ethnically homogenous, because so is North Korea. Yeah. And that doesn't work at all. It's this government. It's like and they got the same constitution as the US that the US had in the 40s, except they obey it. Yeah, it's just a fig leaf if it's not do, enforced. Do, what, what's the sort of... Japan has these kind of very, very long-lived corporations, like, you know, how... Under yeah, the sort of global... Yeah, the, under the global fascist system, you get that. You know, you get, like, you know, Mercedes and Krupps are still going, even though they were part of the Nazi regime, because... They get bailed out and get kept going by and sort of protectionism by the the state to keep them going. Uh, what what's the what's the Japanese version of that? Do they, do they? Well, they had a zaibatsu system, but the reason that Japan, all right, so Japan's got two issues that keep it the way it is. One is competing with China, and right. you can't compete with the dollar store goods from China. Because yeah. China has, everybody knows, they've got sweatshop labor, essentially slavery, like women living in factories with suicide nets and things. It's like you're not going to outcompete China on like dollar store widgets and just low end crap. You're going to have to make skilled products that require skilled labor. Japan has no natural resources, so no coal, no oil, no no, no fossil fuels, no natural gas. So they're going to have to import all of that. So the only way to survive is making finished products and you better make them good and have a good reputation because yeah. you can't go for the, the shit products and you can't sell your raw resources. You don't have them. So you're going to have to take what you got and build the Toyotas and yeah. Panasonic's yeah. and Sony and things. And they've done a very good job exporting their culture, whether that's through martial arts or anime or video games or whatever, like they dominated the, uh, the uh, computer console for a long yeah, time with Nintendo yeah. and then PlayStation and they dominated Sony Walkman as the first, you know, cassette tape yeah. and mobile thing. They like still that. just call them Walkman. First hybrid cars and, you know, with a combination of Nissan and Toyota and Honda and Yamaha, which is the best motorcycles, they musical instruments, cameras, et cetera. They made, they went in the tech sector because that was their survival. It's like, they're not going to be a weapons yeah. exporter. They're not going to be a drug exporter. They, population is very anti-drug here uh and they don't have oil or anything so they gotta make they gotta be educated make finished products and sell them around the world scotland did a similar thing like there's there's they got nothing up there and it's only like five million people but like per capita they are kicking ass um disproportionate number of thinkers you know from david hume and philosophy writers etc and it's because that's their way out yeah. um which shows you that like even 
without the resources and it's just it really pisses me off when there's a nation like a, like in russia or in africa where you've got all the natural advantages yeah and you just squander it what's russia do it just sells its resources like it just sells oil nickel you could be making things out of that and selling those yeah that russians don't do that kind more. of shit though <laughs> no they just sell their timber and stuff it's easy quick it's like but you could be making finished goods and then you would you'd have more than a nine thousand dollar a year you know, yeah. salary for the, <laughs> yeah. your base and a lot of african despots they just they just sell the rubber sell the oil sell yeah. the whatever it's like you could be making tires and candy bars and finished goods out of that rather than selling your raw resources but the way the financial institutions are structured the world bank the imf are not going to give you a loan for manufacturing yeah, yeah. they're going to give you a loan for infrastructure for roads and hospitals and stuff which are going to be paid for by you selling off your raw products yeah which we make into finished goods and yeah. sell back to you. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so, and they see that and it's predatory lending. There's transfer pricing there's, and the, a lot of it's domestic corruption, especially in Africa and in Russia, a place like this, where it's just, you know, an oligarchical system that needs to be cleaned up. Everybody knows you just grease the palms in Nigeria and places around there. And there's a few countries, Botswana and, and Libya up until 2011 that were turning it around yeah. and figured out the model. Gaddafi sent people to universities in the West, had them come back with the skills and we're going to make our own stuff. So what, what happened did, to him? Yeah, yeah. Killed him and gave <laughs> the country to Al Qaeda. So not sure if there is a way out of that. Like the only way out of that is for Westerners themselves to say, knock it off. Right. Yeah. I think they're starting to realize like, yeah, we're going to keep importing refugees if we keep exporting um, financial warfare as well as sometimes straight up warfare, warfare. What's the what's the Chinese development model in Africa? Well, because they're throwing throwing money at it and building infrastructure. Yeah, their idea is we'll give them a cunt hair better deal than the Europeans and they'll turn (laughs) to us. Right. But they're still, you know, because China needs the Maritime Silk Road and the Americans have blocked them. And, you know, we're in Afghanistan, so you're not getting that pipeline yeah. to Iran. Uh, so they try to come up and China also is a place that desperately needs oil and natural gas. So you can buy it from the Russians or and there's reasons why they don't like they hate each other. Um, but uh, they've pissed off the Indians. So it's like, OK, where are you going to get it? They got to go to the Middle East. America's yeah. in the Middle East. Got to go to Africa. There's no deep water ports, though. Um, Kenya and all these coastal African countries have oil, but they don't have pipelines that go to the, go east, right. they go north, right? They all go yeah, up they go to the Europe, Red Sea yeah. to feed Europe, right? Exactly. And so China's desperately trying to get that. And, but you saw like with who has the oil in the Sudan, the south, but where's the pipeline has to pass through the north? Yeah. Cause it, you have to hit a port for it to be able to ship to China or wherever you can, you can go by caravan, which is a really inefficient way. He's putting it on trucks. You can go by pipeline on land routes or through the sea. If you have enough money, like the North stream line, or you can put it on boats, but you have to still pipe it to the boats. Yeah. And so there's this big pipeline war. It's kind of quiet. We never admit the official reason. It's always oh, for environmentalism or this ethnic group, and uh, it's pipelines. Yeah. It is, and uh, <clears throat> I mean, Syria wanted a pipeline from Iran to Latakia, and that would have circumvented the Turkish-Israeli route. 
So they're like, well, we can't have that. So what happens? Syria gets thrown upside down and, uh, and they're also putting pressure on Iran. It's like yeah. all this crap, like from the Levant affair or even before that to now, like these, this fucking parasite has cost the world trillions yeah. because of his ethnic state fantasies. We've, you can't help but notice a correlation between countries where uh, usury is forbidden and countries that are getting bombed by the globo homo industry. Yeah, well, that's. I wonder. Um, that I, wonder I wonder who. Uh... Probably a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the banking pressures, you know. Like yeah. even stinking Lincoln. At first, he was like, "Ah, oh, let him go." And then all these bankers yeah. from Boston and Philadelphia and New York were like, no, you can't allow free trade zone down mm -hmm. there because w the taxes the South is paying is being spent on the North. Yeah. Yeah. You know, true. That yeah, almost yeah. the entirety, like 75% of the revenue that was collected was just those three cities. Oh, yeah. And the that's rest true. was going yeah. to like the Ohio Valley region. They weren't spending it in Mississippi or whatever. They're spending it in New York City. Like the rest of us are always paying for the debts of New York and San Francisco and yeah. in Chicago. They go into debt. DC. The whole course. state, the whole state of New York is being Syracuse and all the rural areas are all paying for New York City. Yeah. The bad decisions made in New York City. And the same thing with California. Like Northern California does not benefit from that relationship. No. Because they're paying for these. Giant it's cities a majorly depressed, economically depressed area. I, one of my oldest friends that I knew from the internet, um, he would he Anthony only Kumia. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, he uh, only literally everyone in the his entire town basically worked seasonally because there was just no real work going on up there. Um, and then uh, to this guy pretending to have friends. I know, yeah. right? Well, I met him on 4chan in 2007. It's not that big of a brag. Um, well, yeah. If you're if you're debt dragging on 4chan, you've reached desperate times. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Apparently, I have like a big profile down there. They love me for some reason. I'm like I've never even read it. But it's yeah. right here. Uh, 4chan. Yeah. I don't even know what 4chan is. No like he won't say the J word. He keeps saying his arms. God yeah. damn, his information's damning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. No, th this was back in the old days when, uh, when before there was even there was even politics on 4chan. This was just like, of course, there was like you know jokes with rude words in them, obviously. But uh, this yeah. was back such in the as day what, for example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, they're picking on the privileged class. Yes. <laughs> The real privilege class. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so let's just wrap it up here. I think we got, uh, you know, I, it was just honestly an awesome time. Anyway, we, to we touched on it. And yeah. uh, it's go to Wikipedia. And place. It's one of those things where Wikipedia, it isn't really a cover up job because it's just there's no way to cover this one up. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it is limited in what they admit. And yeah, of course, I have I got a film called Decades of Deception. And don't confuse that with Decade of Deception, which is some Kook 911 film. Mm hmm. He stole my title and changed one letter. Oh, right. that's anyway. Uh, it's on ancreport.com. It's 18 bucks, but it's an hour long um, movie that gets into all these different covert operations, including the Levon affair, the Kennedy assassinations, um, Gladio, like um, Washtub, think, some things you hadn't heard of, some things you have. 
And it's sort of like the table of contents is like, you want to learn more? Cause that it's all on the site somewhere anyway. Mm -hmm. That's a good movie to see. And I had one just on the Levana fair that uh, Vimeo erased and I'm looking for it. I found like <laughs> the way back when machine as like a screen capture of it, okay. but it's totally gone. Um, sucks. Yeah, but um, decades of deception on my website. If you get that, it's worth it. And then I would dig through. I've got like 10 movies that are free that people can watch. One of them's called, <laughs> called How Terrorists Formed a Nation. And uh, that gets into how Israel was created. Mm -hmm. And I'd watch that one. And then I'd watch Decades of Deception because you'd have the whole timeline of fuckery if you do that. Yeah, I also awesome. recommend checking out the Jewish Virtual Library dot org slash the dash Levon dash affair. Um, that's uh, it, it's just it's the way it's it just check that out because it's got the spin zone version of it, of course. Um, uh, yeah, you should see that, too. There's a book called Operation Susanna. OK, is it that, written uh, by a, uh, an Israeli, I'm assuming? It's two guys wrote it um i don't remember where they're from but it's accurate so operation Susanna. okay i read that oh, years ago but i was like oh this is this it really gets into the background of all the bombers and it's like more than you need but um if you're a history person or you really want to if you're a history see, homo if you will if you if you're into a geopolitical strategy and you see the reverberations of this event into Israel's nuclear weapons and a lot, a lot of global, globally impacting things, including killing John Kennedy. Like you should learn Levon affair because that'll help you get your head around New Mech and these other things that would come were kind of happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, it, Operation Ajax it just happened in Iran months before Levon affair, and uh, you see the jump between Eisenhower. And Kennedy versus Johnson. It's yeah. like the Israeli takeover of the United States was in November Complete, 1963. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yep. They completed their on. capture. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so is there anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Well, I think that film I suggested is, touches on everything. If you want to know about the Kennedys, if you want to know about Levon, uh, Oklahoma City, like it's all in this film. Like I went through all these conspiracies because I was sick of people going, oh, a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm like, here's a bunch that have already been admitted. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an opening line in the film is every covert option operation that has ever occurred has been by definition a conspiracy. You got a group of people doing things yeah. that are otherwise this considered podcast illegal is a conspiracy. And, and lying about it. We conspire to do <laughs> this, this. How do you know this podcast is even real? Maybe it's a dream. <laughs> yeah. It's just to you make can you be agnostic about this. I won't mind. <laughs> Maybe it's just the Mandela effect. It never yeah. really happened. Never know. Prove otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, for us, um, you know where to find us, www.historyhomos.com. Uh, and uh, follow us across Instagram, social media, Twitter, all the places, at History Homos Pod. William would love to talk to you. Um, and there's a link tree in there. You can find all the places you can watch the show on video. Um, if you want to support the show. And I'm show, banned on all that stuff. I can't <laughs> use Twitter or YouTube or Facebook. Well, or when, I say, when I say. I have uh, a Telegram. Yeah, we got to tell. I guess yeah. I could plug. Yeah, we, we were going to plug yeah, ours, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got a telegram. But ANC, which is anti-neocon. You can remember like anti-neocon. ANCreport.com is my site. And 
the links to all the other stuff is on that site. Right. And that's the only thing I plug because anything else I have could be gone, gone tomorrow. tomorrow. Like I've yeah. often been on a show and plug something. Oh yeah, we got banned there too. Yeah. So I just got a strike on my backup, backup, backup YouTube channel yesterday. <laughs> so I can't do videos. Yeah, no, it sucks. It's like we're going to, we're on Odyssey and we're on BitChute. We're on all that stuff. But rather than giving out a bunch of addresses, I just say go to the website, ANC Report, and then you know, go to what you like, podcasts, videos, articles, whatever your medium yeah. is and, and check it out. Right. And what, your telegram would be t.me slash ANC report. That's right. See, he's on it. Yep. And that, that's the on one, there. that's the one that's just, I, um, that's like, I give news. We have another telegram that's, uh, for everybody to talk to each other, yep. but I warn you. Before you go in there. Yeah, that, that's, that's what, uh, yeah. Our, ours, we have the same thing. We have t.me slash history homos, and that's where we give the news, yes. And then t.me slash history homos chat is, uh, well, there's a Fed in there. We'll just say that. <laughs> I'm sure I got some Feds. What is my other one called? And we got plenty of Patriots in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is your other one called? Because I, I, I want Yeah, I want to get in there. What is that? <laughs> I'm going to give you the address. I'm so tech illiterate how do i do the damn thing manage group is that what you hit i have it open but i don't know how to get add people or whatever <laughs> let's see uh da, 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 link channel anc report whatever huh it's a, it's a real honor to have you on anyway man. oh i got it here here's a link i'll just send it to you in the thing is All there right. a chat in here i believe so no Oh, yeah, yeah there's yeah, Zoom, isn't it? Yeah. There's probably some t.me thing that I can't find it because Boomer's going to boom, but yeah, there's the link to the, the one where anyone can talk to anybody. Well, I will publicize that. Anyway, so uh, for us, um, I guess just uh, don't eat the bugs and don't live in the pod. Die with dignity, boys and girls. Uh, William, what do you want to say to the people? Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Fine by me. Oh, we can do a show on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Later, homo.